0: and welcome to the weekend update from the right wing vegan i always get tripped up on the introduction
1: I, know, I don't know why
0: well it's hard okay it's hard to keep it straight we do so many it's hard to keep it straight um i'm scott and i'm kelly and we are here with you on this weekend this beautiful weekend um seven no eight three seven <laughs> i thought it was july for a second why are you giving me a dirty look
1: because you sound so enthusiastic right now. No,
0: I'm actually, I'm really sad, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay, I want to first start the show off uh, by saying that our hearts are with El Paso, Texas right now. There was a terrible shooting in El Paso, Texas today. Terrible shooting, and I'm sure details are going to come out about this. Um, you know, more information will be released, but uh, it happened in a Walmart in El Paso, Texas. 20 people are dead, 26 injured. Um, it's just awful. That's just what it is. There's really no words you can say. These types of things are awful and horrific and terrible. Uh, Apparently the guy, the shooter, I'm not going to say his name. I don't do that type of stuff. I don't feel like giving these people credit or fame or anything. Um, But apparently he wrote some sort of manifesto or something. like I don't know. Something like that. But more information will come out. It's just tough, you know. Um, I've already seen Democrats um start to uh politicize this pete Buttigieg message something about gun control already, and it's just uh i i just i have my personal opinions on that type of stuff you know i I don't know i it, it's just awful there's there's really not much to s- i'm gonna say like a million words after I say there really isn't much to say about it what I do wish though and Kelly, I won't get your thoughts here, but I do wish that people would stop politicizing these things um or at least let the the dust settle before they do i always hate when things happen and then all of a sudden it's you know oh we gotta we gotta do this we gotta do that we gotta you know we gotta move we gotta take action you know they just or whatever political agenda they have and the right's guilty of this too i can't say it's just the left the right does it too but i really hate when that when that happens because you know these people look the reality is is that somebody lost their mom, or somebody lost their dad, or somebody lost their brother and their sister, and for you to take advantage of that loss to try and push your agenda, that's very disgusting, in my opinion, and it re- you really show how disgusting you are when you do that, I, I feel. That's my opinion.
1: See, and I, like, I feel like they're, I mean, yes, they are kind of pushing their own agenda when things like this happen, but they push for gun control when they're using events like this to further push their agenda for gun control so i can kind of see why they go political on it but at the same time trying to i guess win off of somebody's loss is terrible
0: it's a dirtball thing to do i think Uh, that's my opinion i i I understand, like, if you're passionate about gun control and then these types of things happen and then you think, this is why we need gun control. And, like, I I guess I kind of get that. It's just...
1: It's sad. It's It's sad.
0: And and I think, like, it's such a... Like, it's a weird thing, right? Because gun control in and of itself is a weird thing. Because, like, I get it. Like, I get wanting to blame the gun, the instrument, right? Because it's hard. It's hard. I think it's hard for us to accept that people are capable of these types of things and we always want like a reason or an explanation and sometimes evil is just evil you know and uh to me it's like if a gun wasn't available like the argument that they make is well this guy didn't have these guns he couldn't do this
1: which isn't true
0: it's not true i hate to say it he
1: not have a gun he'd have a knife he'd have a machete something he'd
0: make a bomb because if you remember it was bombs for a while Remember when everybody was making pipe bombs at home and they were using pipe bombs to do that stuff? It's just, look, I get the feeling and the sentiment behind that because he did use a gun. And I understand that people are very touchy about guns. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm necessarily against, like, background checks. I don't think I am. But what I am against is taking away our Second Amendment right.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I'm very passionate. I very passionately believe that that right is in place to protect us from the government. And I, you know, they'll say oh, that's an antiquated law, but it's not. The government, there's always the possibility that corruption can get into the government and the people need to be able to protect themselves from that potential. And and I just, I don't think that's a good idea.
1: And I mean, and really at the the end of the day, it's not the guns that are killing people. You know, it's people kill people. And it's like, they're just using guns as a means to try and push this message and it's really i mean maybe better mental health uh care or you know things along those lines to help people who find themselves in these type of situations
0: yeah we have a real mental health problem in this country really just in the world and i think that uh there's a lot to be said about that and there's a lot to be said of how we treat mental illness and how how we perceive mental illness and
1: Well, I mean, this is that mental illness is so stigmatized. It's seen as, like, this evil thing that you're ashamed of when really it it shouldn't be. Like, if you're suffering from depression, let people know.
0: I mean, we're getting better. Yeah. I think we're getting better as a country. I I can't speak for other countries around the world, but I think we're getting better. Um, Taking the stigma off. You know, you have celebrities and athletes and people coming out like basically saying hey look I suffer from this or I suffer from that and you know sometimes that can be a bad thing but sometimes it can be a good thing and that this is kind of one of those things where celebrities actually speaking out and opening up is probably a good thing because people look up to celebrities and if if somebody you look up to comes out and says hey listen I, I suffer from depression and I deal with it or I suffer from bipolar disorder or whatever you know
1: it's like all those um, ads that uh, Michael Phelps has been doing recently yeah. for, um, was it Talkspace? Or uh, I don't know what it is. It's one of those is. Is. online Yeah, I mean, it's like things. he has all those commercials, and, and I feel like those help people too, like, yeah. put the awareness out there.
0: And, I mean, honestly, and this is going to sound so cliche and goofy, but it is true. Uh, just just care about each other. I, yeah. I, know, I, I know that sounds silly and i you know gosh i'm not the best at this either and it's something that i do want to get better at and that's just like you know ask people how they are but don't do it in like that casual nonsense way that like
1: where you're not really listening
0: yeah because you can always tell when somebody's just asking you how are you as part of a greeting Mm -hmm. but really sit down with people when you get a chance and just ask them how are you doing you know, sit down with them and really listen and really care. Be that ear for those people because sometimes I swear that's all people need. People just need a, a, an ear to just, listen to yeah. what they have to say. And I'm not saying that things like this will be prevented if we all act like that. I don't I don't think they will. Evil is always going to exist.
1: You know, people just feel like they just need someone to talk to because it's like if you can talk to someone, get those feelings off, be heard, it, you know, it helps the problem too it helps
0: the problem i mean we've all been there we've all been in dark places in our life and we've all needed that support and sometimes people don't have it and so if you're that support for someone you're doing everything you can and that's fantastic but again our hearts go out to the people in el paso it's just tough tough thing so i'm sure we're going to hear a lot about this i'm sure we're going to find out more about the shooter and you know and look if if the guy is, uh, whatever, a white supremacist or whatever, you know, I'll be the first to condemn him. I I don't, first of all, I don't consider white supremacists to be right wing, no, but if it turns out the guy is like a Trump supporter or whatever, I would condemn that, you know, right from the get and say it's something we need. And, And again, I don't think it's just a right thing. I think it's a right and a left thing, but I think just as a culture and as a society, we really need to take the rhetoric down because things are getting very heated between the two sides and people who, who suffer from mental illness are going to take that and they're going to listen to it and they're going to feel like we're at war and it's just getting, it's not going to stop. I know it, but it's just getting dangerous. It's just getting dangerous. So anyways, Kelly, let's move on. I'm sure we'll Wednesday. We'll probably talk about this again. But let's, yeah,
1: as more information comes as out. As
0: more information comes out, but let's go ahead and move on, Kelly. Why don't you tell me a story?
1: Okay, so recently it's been discovered that the Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation in California has been removing arrest records for Kamala Harris while she was the Attorney General of state of California. So... They've been going in, apparently they redesigned their website, their citing to, that it was so that they would be in compliance with website regulations. But really what they've done is they've removed all arrest records from 2011 to 2017 when she was the attorney general. So now you can't go back and look at um, these records and evaluate and examine her previous what she was doing while she was attorney general. So you can't go back and examine those, which really takes, I mean, the uh, public records are public records. Like you're supposed to have access to public records. Um, but now they've taken away the access, easy access and availability to these records and are requiring you to email in to get these records. But who knows if you'll ever get a response. So they've taken that off their site,
0: and did they uh did they say what regulation they were trying to uh to to hit I'm just um
1: um yeah, hold on here, let me it, see what it was, yeah, I'm just
0: curious because I think like
1: it, okay here it was we're prompted by a b four thirty four a california law setting standards for web accessibility
0: oh yeah yeah so
1: they're saying that the changes were unrelated to her campaign but that they were done in accordance to this web accessibility law
0: i gotta say it is pretty interesting that right after tulsi gabbard brings up her past and her record like like i'm i'm
1: yeah i I get i get that
0: because at work we're kind of going through something similar but what I don't get is the timing of it. I just find it very convenient that Tulsi brings this up Mm -hmm. and then gets people thinking like, Oh, maybe we ought to look into her past. And then all of a sudden, Oh, well now you can't look into her past. Yeah. So I will say I do, and I'm sure she still has connections. So I do find that very interesting. I don't know. I don't know if the timing had, I'm not going to cry conspiracy theory, but, uh,
1: just it just seems rather fishy. It does
0: seem rather fishy. I'm it's not gonna does. lie. So, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting story, you know. Conspiracy theorists should run with that maybe and do a little research and see what they they find there. Yeah. Cuz that's pretty interesting. So, America's favorite mayor, Mayor Bill de Blasio is uh you know, there's a lot going on in New York right now. Um in terms of law enforcement and Uh, Bill de Blasio has run New York into the toilet.
1: Yes, he has.
0: Um, And right now, uh, and I mean, you've seen these videos of like cops being hit with water and it's just complete lawlessness. And, and so a lot of it has to do with de Blasio, uh, his actions and his words and how he talks about cops. And I guess he has like an African American adopted son or something, daughter or whatever. And he, um... I remember him saying something along the lines of like, uh, uh, like I had to warn him. Like, you know, when you interact with a cop, you know you you should you, you should do everything they say because you you should be scared or something. It was something ridiculous. Yeah. But a lot of this hate and a lot of this uh, vitriol that's that's towards the New York City Police Department is because of the death of Eric Garner. Now I remember. So we talked about this a little on the last podcast. I said I wasn't familiar with this case. But I do remember this now.
1: I do too. I
0: did a little bit of reading up on it. And this was the one where the big guy was... I I feel like he he was... was...
1: He was on the ground on his stomach and he was being arrested by police officers. And as he was being arrested, or one of the officers had him in a chokehold. Yeah. And he kept saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe.
0: But there was like... There was something that led up to that, right? Like, he was being unruly.
1: Well, I mean, obviously something happened for him to be arrested.
0: I can't remember exactly what was on the video. But basically, cops are kind of like, they're fed up. And for good reason. But essentially, the uh, New York uh, Police Department's, yeah, Kelly's pointing to me, uh, she's pointing out the news article to me, he was uh, selling untaxed cigarettes. And that's what he. That's what he was arrested for. And he
1: refused but to he be ref- handcuffed. He refused
0: to be handcuffed. So, you know, law enforcement officers are trained to always be ready for things. Okay, and and Kelly and I know this intimately because we've done a little bit of training here when it comes to this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know they have like literally point so much whatever of a second to act because you you don't know right when yeah. somebody's going to do something. So they're trained in these instances and uh so they're saying that it was a banned chokehold that he used okay maybe maybe not all right he didn't die though of choking to death Mm-mm. he died of cardiac arrest probably because he was overweight i'm just i'm just gonna be honest here uh, he was a bigger guy it makes sense i'm not saying it makes sense but like you know i'm sure that played a role that's kind of what started the black lives matter movement or that was one of the instances that started it but anyways whatever so you know garner was a judge kind of listened to the the case a grand jury declined to indict him not garner um the cop the law enforcement officer a um a grand jury declined to indict him and this has obviously stirred up some controversy people are upset about this but a commission uh it was the civil rights division they recommended that charges be brought against him. Um, and they recommend that he be fired. Uh, I think it was the New York Police Department's Deputy Commissioner of Trials. I don't know what that means. Um, but they recommended that he be fired. No. Yeah. So, Police Commissioner uh, James O'Neill decides, basically, the fate of this officer and whether or not he'll be fired.
1: Well, see, and it's interesting, though, too, because it says that the officer officer's attorney said that he used an approved seatbelt technique for this chokehold. So you got like one side of this saying that he used a banned chokehold and the other side saying that it was approved an approved chokehold technique. Yeah. So That's probably why the grand jury didn't indict him on it. Like probably if it was not. an approved technique, that's probably why they didn't indict.
0: Probably not. So. And, no. and, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. OK, I'm not going to make a ruling on whether or not he should be fired. No, I, I'm not. I'm not qualified for that. Okay, the grand jury has spoken. I'll I'll respect the results of the grand jury. But, you know, it's not so much that as much as it's Bill de Blasio's reaction to all of this. You know, he basically, um, every time he opens his mouth, it's like a a word, you know, words against his his police force, his law enforcement, his. I say his because he's the mayor of the city. Police are tired of it. Uh, A group of officers apparently followed him to Detroit when he was doing his speech or the debate, not a speech, sorry. And uh, they were protesting outside of the debates, and these are law enforcement officers that work for wow. the city of New York, who are deba- who are other protesting a debate, and then you had protesters inside the debate hall who were who were yelling to fire this this police officer. Yeah. Okay. I what I'm gonna say is this, and that's you know, De Blasio. He basically, like, too—I don't know if—I think it was during the debate, but maybe not. It might have been an interview before or after. He said something along the lines of, like, I know Eric Garner's family, and don't worry, they're going to get justice.
1: See, and and that really bothers me, too, because if a mayor doesn't have support of its police force, what do they have?
0: Well, and vice versa, if police support—if police—
1: don't officers. have support from their mayor yeah like the, that's one those are two entities that have to work together right to create a functional city and it's like without the support for going both directions i mean this is what's happening you get lawlessness you get people just running amok and, and attacking police officers shooting them while they sit in their patrol cars Like, it's just, it's, it's maddening. It's just madness. And
0: that's what's happening in New York because de Blasio is obviously just, he's not a strong person. He's not a, he's not a good person. Well, and
1: it's like, and if, and if citizens in New York see their mayor, their own mayor acting with such disrespect, disrespect towards the police, that's not leading a good example for citizens to respect the police. No, it's
0: really not. It's really not. It's bad. It's it's really bad. I mean, if anything, de Blasio needs to get out of there. New York, the best thing New York could do is get him the hell out of there. I yes. mean, I, really, honestly.
1: New York needs help.
0: And that's not even like a, a partisan opinion. He's a buffoon and an idiot and, and just he's bad for New York City. And, I, you know, I would encourage another Democrat to run against him next time he's up for election. Somebody, just anything. I, I don't care who it is or what it is. You just need to get that guy the hell away from 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 politics honestly he just yeah. he has no place in public service no and uh get him the hell out of there before things get really bad in new york city
1: because yeah, he obviously has a uh, personal vendetta against the police
0: well it's just he's he doesn't believe in in order or support you know he, he's a terrible human being he's, I mean, he's does, an awful he, awful man
1: does he want just like people running around shooting and killing each other no like i I, I just don't understand why he has such a candid approach to the police he's
0: a socialist i mean but that's weird too because you would think he would want the government to have control and stuff like that but he's he's just an idiot i mean that's all there is to it he's a really bad person and, and an idiot and uh he's not well liked i mean he is the okay here you go uh bill de blasio has worse approval ratings in new york than trump oh that's um, bad
1: especially in uh against trump in new york yeah,
0: people just don't like him okay which is which oh. is kind of wonder it's a 29 percent. 29 percent. 29 percent. that's
1: terrible that's horrific so president trump is beating him by five percent he's approval not rating. he's not
0: popular he, he's uh, he's terrible i i don't i don't know when he's up for re-election uh let me try and find that out real quick Um, because I, I, I know that we have some people who listen to us, uh, in New York. So I want to let you guys know that, uh, Bill de Blasio, he was reelected in (laughs) 2020. He was reelected in 2017. I, what the hell, New York, what the hell is wrong with you people? Why would you put such a, an idiot in office? Does he have to step down to run for president the presidency?
1: i don't know how that works i know
0: no he doesn't have to i no. know that i know he doesn't have to i'm just i'm wondering like uh, this doesn't tell me i don't know when he's up for re-election and i don't live in new york so um i would say i would encourage anybody who listens to this to to find out and to vote for whoever runs against well, him you said he
1: was re in 2017 yeah well it says voter turnout in 2013 so it looks like four years four year term yeah
0: is that everywhere is our mayor a four year term
1: i don't know I'm not really sure how what that
0: works. What did I just do here? I have um, no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find out that, too. I know this is exciting radio, but um, I'm just curious because I really want to get you guys this information. Four-year term.
1: Ah, that's right.
0: Oh, uh, according to current law, the mayor is limited to, a two, to two consecutive four-year terms in office, but may run again after a four-year break. Oh, so, so this, he this won't is be it for re-elected. Him. Well, thank goodness for New York. because Because wow wow so
1: 2021 they can get a new mayor. oh
0: thank god for new york wow need it 2021 will be a great year for you folks in new york city uh bill de blasio is trash he's garbage uh he's a poop stain (laughs) on the city of new york which because of bill de blasio has many poop stains so that's that's enough of the news i think yeah for this weekend so. uh we just you know we like doing these weekend updates because we like touching base with you you can follow us on twitter at vegan wing you can go to the website rwvegan.com and you can email the show at rwvegan at gmail.com and that is it for us again el paso ugh, rough stuff um but thank you for listening and we'll see you guys later